Hello everyone and welcome to episode 4 of Changing Minds Through Gaming. This is with M. White, who is a tape volunteer. She's one of the many volunteers at tape who comes in to help run the place. She's an amazing person, as you will find out if you watch this video. We were playing London 2012, which is a game I love and it makes me laugh so much. And on top of that, M's a really fun person to play with, so there you go. <laughs> it's all good really, isn't it? Changing Minds Through Gaming is a series where I'm trying to bring more awareness to mental health by having conversations about it whilst gaming at the same time. So hopefully you'll find it a fun, relaxed thing to watch. If you're listening to this on Tape's official podcast account on Podbean, then I hope you enjoy listening. And be sure to check out the series on my YouTube channel if you want to watch the gameplay in the background at the same time. Either way, I hope you enjoy it. So thank you very much for coming on. No problem. It's an honour having you here. Um, so I want to talk about mental health. And the first question I want to ask is how would you define mental health? Mm, you can make it as simple or as complicated as you want. That's a difficult question because yeah. mental health is perceived by different people. You know, it it really, to me, it really depends on what you had going on in your life. So, like, if you, um, for example, I've been... Stop. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've been in... <laughs> <laughs> and I feel already. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I don't know what I'm doing. Right, tap A oh. and keep it in the in between the thing. So, um, yeah, mental health is subjective. It it really depends on your previous experiences. If you wanted to define something like um, the question, I would. I would personally define it as the um, feeling of time slowing down. Mm. So time, everything else goes normally, but the days drag on and you're, you're trapped inside your own head. Nothing you do makes you feel happy. That's why I would define mental uh, depression as yeah. It's a hard question. I don't yeah. want to say one thing because some people <laughs> would probably feel strongly. Yeah, well, I guess this is how you see it. Well, everybody sees it in different ways, don't they? And yeah. everybody has their own kind of perspective on everything. Yeah, it, it's just it's a struggle with your mind to gain control mm. of um, a situation. Like, have you seen that film, um, Split? Where, where there's a person with like 24 personalities mm. and they're all struggling to get to the front, to get to the limelight at once and that is what mental illness can be. Yeah. Yeah, I remember in school that um, they used to give us like mental health workshops and. They didn't do them that often, to be honest, yeah. and I'd like them to be kind of more common, but um, they used to say that mental health is is kind of defined by your well-being from and kind of like everyday life, because mental health kind of covers the good side of mental health as well as the bad side of it, so you can have problems with mental health, but you can also have really healthy mental health, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, like it's, yeah, um, it's, 
Man to help can drag you down or it can do what you're doing and um, encourage you to speak out and help workers. Yeah. I don't remember having those mental health um, things in school. No. You just see me coming up gingerly. So you can swim much better than that in real life? Yes. Okay. I used to compete in um, disability young girls. Mm. And I can tell you I did not swim like that. <laughs> I swam weirdly, but, I, you know, not like that. Mm. So, because we want to play Call of Duty, you should be good at this because it's shooting. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. um, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see you and see what happens. <laughs> um, would you say that you've had any periods of your life where you've struggled with mental health? Or? Definitely, yeah. Um, um, because of my disability, I, um, I was in hospital a lot from the age of nine, no, three months, well, no, really, from birth up until nine years old, mm. because um, my condition means that a lot of people with it are born cross-eyed, mm. and I had to endure multiple, multiple operations monthly to crack my eyes. And once I reached stage nine, it, it was the optimal uh, eye visibility that I could do. Yeah. So because of that, I, I think, I feel like I probably didn't miss out on a lot of things that other kids my age got to do. Mm. And um, uh, primary school wasn't that bad because everyone was younger, so they didn't know, you know, what bullying was, or you know, all the hardships in life, such an innocent time. And then you got to high school, and then everything just went downhill from there. Mm. Um, I was alone a lot of the time. Um, I didn't like going outside because it was actually, is this you? It's you. Uh, it was actually quite painful to see everyone you know, in their groups, and then there's just me wandering like a lost dog. Mm. Uh, so I stayed inside a lot. The teachers didn't make life any easier, because um, they were just really bad at their jobs. I won't name any names of school. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, um, so, growing up with not a lot of friends, not having my father there to support me. Um, yeah, it kind of did take a toll on my, um, on my mental health. And then, a few years ago, like, I hope you don't mind me getting into it. No, it's fine. I, I don't want it to be <laughs> like some kind of weird therapy <laughs> But no, okay. a few a few years ago, I had like a a gender identity thing, mm. and that made it even harder. Um, 
And um, I have to eat one. I just don't want to get out of bed. Mm. But I have a dog, so I have to. Which he helps me quite a lot. Mm. Um, but yeah, yeah, I've been really, really down. Mm. I can imagine it must have been hard. Right? Well, I can't imagine really, but... Um, would you say things have improved recently? A little bit, not so much. I um, I asked to go to therapy on the NHS, mm. but it seems my doctor wasn't taking me seriously. Even though I broke down crying <coughs> in his office. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've talked to my GP about therapy before as well. Yeah. And it's kind of, it is. It did feel kind of difficult to get across to them properly how you're feeling. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, I've been through counselling a bit with a charity and I know how difficult it was to get that, so it's it's a really long waiting list on it and stuff like that. Yes. So it's I mean, um, I asked, I first inquired if I like, I don't know, nine months ago or something, still waiting. I've just decided I'm going to pay for it. Mm, yeah. I spoke to someone, but she was going on holiday. Isn't it convenient? They always just go on holiday as soon as you reach out. So I still need to get in contact with her. But other than that, I'm trying to seek help. help. I'm, trying to, um, I'm trying to work on my art. Maybe make like a side business or something just yeah. to keep me occupied. Yeah. Yeah. Does that help a lot with like um, with mental health problems, like using art to kind of? Well, I've never really found <laughs> that it. You know, I've never really paid attention to it helping me, but I know it's something that I can actually do. Yeah. And so I'm more. Positive when I go into it. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So I know with me, it's it's kind of useful to do things like that. I've started like learning to play guitar recently and um, making YouTube videos. It kind of it helps a lot to distract myself from it sometimes. Yeah. Like if I'm feeling really anxious, I can go into something like that and try and forget about it, and it works quite well. But um, yeah. It can be hard to distract yourself when, you know, it's like every other day you're having these feelings or these thoughts. Mm. I mean, when does it stop? When does it um, become an escape instead of a distraction? Yeah. I don't think an escape is always a bad thing, though, I think. No, but... I feel like if you're doing it every day, mm, yeah. it can be a bit daunting. Mm. That's the thing though, is that sometimes you might not have a choice, you might feel so down that you want to escape all day. Yeah. It's kind of hard to to try and like combat that and work past it. What do you think are the best ways to cope with like difficulties in mental health? Like, um, hmm. what, I guess what ways have worked for you the most? I mean, if 
you think you're good at art and that helps. Yeah. You must help in some way, but is uh, there anything else you think? Gaming. Gaming. I used to spend a lot of time on my um, console when I was younger. Yeah. Um, it's not so much the case now. I still love gaming, but, you know, I don't really spend or as much time on it as I used to. Mm. That was a solid round. That was. Um, as for ways to um, distract yourself, um, I guess talking to someone mm. can help, or maybe spending time with friends. Um, Try and surround yourself with positive people. Yeah, definitely. Um, focus on what you want to do, not what everyone else wants you to do. Mm. Um, don't be afraid to cry. <laughs> yeah, that's true as well. Yeah. I think a lot of people are afraid. Yeah. Like a lot of, a lot of people and. To be honest, in my experience, men especially are kind of, they struggle to kind of let out emotions and they keep it all in instead of talking. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Did you have people to talk to when you were going through, like, even now, mm. if you're struggling, do you have people to turn to? And when I was younger, I always had my mum. Mm. She was always there for me. Uh, like when I was born, the um I wasn't diagnosed until I was three months old, mm. and after that she did a load of research on my condition, and she uh back then the internet internet wasn't as um so you know grown up as it is now. Yeah. But um so instead of Facebook. And all that she had these forums where she would um, talk to the young parents of people with my condition and um, that would help her as well yeah. as to help me. Um, I don't... Um, I had a counsellor um, which I saw a lot when I was younger Apart from my mum and my counsellor, no one else really. Because mm. my siblings, well, I don't really think they understood much about it because, well, my brother was born nine years ahead of me. So um, he would have been in his teens. Yeah. My sister would, be, would have been in uni and that. So, by the time I got old enough to actually have these problems, um, you know, they were all getting on with their lives. Yeah. Say nothing, my brother's always been there for me. It's, um, he's where I got my love of um, gaming from, so I've always had someone to 
you know, play games with yeah. and stuff. But yeah, other than that, there are no most prevalent people in my life. Now, I have more friends and um, nearly, no not nearly, all of them have mental health issues. Mm. Um, so, I have, I know someone in, uh, who is about an hour away, who has like, she's in a bit of worse condition than me, but she helped me mm. when I was really down last year. Yeah. Um, I have my friend who only lives about five minutes, 15 minutes away to chat to. I have you. And um people on tape. Yeah, people on tape, everyone on tape. I think it helps a lot sometimes to have people who are going through similar things to talk to as well. Yeah. Even if it's a struggle of a different kind, if they're going through like a mental health struggle it's Yeah, but I feel like at the same time it can also be a bit of a negative thing mm. because you know, when when all you're discussing is each other's issues, yeah. you can feed back up people and it doesn't really help. Yeah, I think so too. But at the same time, if the person is positive about things, you know, then that can help. Mm. And it is still good to have people with mental health issues as friends. They don't have to be positive all the time. Because it's good just knowing someone is there for you. Yeah. So do you have um do you have friend, other friends outside the tape? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I've got friends who I went to school with who we meet up occasionally. Not as often as I'd like sometimes, but um yeah. Yeah, they're they're helpful to talk to. Um, I've got my family as well, who, yeah, I know I can go to them and talk about stuff if I'm struggling. What's your condition actually called? Mebius syndrome. It's a neurological condition. Mm. It affects <coughs> the nerves in my face. Um, so it paralyzes it. Yeah. So basically my face just looks like years and years of Botox worn off. Um, uh, I I have problems with like showing emotions because mm. of my nerves. Although saying that, I did have an operation about three years ago to um, take a nerve out of my leg and implant it in the side of my face so I can smile on both sides. Um, it can also affect um, other muscles in the body, so like one leg is shorter than the other. Mm. Um, and it can cause back pain and issues like that. Can we show you how to see this, by the way? I think you like walk into the circle and press A. Yeah. Yeah. That's basically it. I just came this in the circle. <laughs> You thought I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> I know what I'm doing, I'm just rubbish at it. <laughs> I think because of my condition, it's 
No, <laughs> it's not helping me at all with, um, you know, trying to come across as serious to people mm. because they think, oh, she, she, she won't know what this is or she won't understand, mm. you know. Well, Jackie? that's not the case. I'm fully capable of understanding and learning yeah. and stuff. Do you reckon people judge you for it before, yes. before they met you? definitely. What kind of ways have you done that? Um, maybe talk down to me sometimes yeah. or just act like I said. Miss out on them friendships, stuff like that. Mm. Yeah. It is a shame, really. It is. Ooh. That's got to hurt as well. Yeah. Oh, your teammate let you down then. Hmm? Your teammate let you down then. Oh, it's alright. <laughs> I'll get back. I'll pass into her again. I mean, it is a shame that people don't always, like, see people with disabilities as real people sometimes but yeah. at the same time I feel like that's it's their own loss isn't it yeah if and at the end of the day if they're gonna be someone who wants to judge you for that then maybe they're not the kind of person you want around in your lives anyway because yeah. they're obviously not the best people Sorry, I just get a bit emotional sometimes. Oh, it's alright. Yeah. yeah I'll, I'll be honest, I do respect you a lot for... You know, you're a really positive person. Oh, thank you. I mean, I know everybody at Tate loves you. <laughs> from, oh, from just talking to them. Stop! <laughs> stop, you're making me laugh. Sorry. It's alright. But thank you. You're welcome. I think I won. You're on the list again. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think something <laughs> inside me tells you me you didn't win. Yeah. <laughs> well, well played, sir. Thank you. Well played to you too. Well played. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got higher than eighth, so... <laughs> you got a silver medal there. Ooh. Something to be celebrated. Oh, I guess so, because... So it's not gold, but it is a colour. <laughs> that to make I sound inspiring. I, I feel like I just said that's <laughs> nonsense. <laughs> Do you know when you were saying about um, your friends like struggle with mental health problems? Yeah. Do they they talk about it a lot to you? And um, yeah, um, like the one friend I have who um, uh, I said helped me a lot last year. Uh, see, she's got a lot more problems, so mm. I don't really speak to her a yeah. lot. But my friend who lives 15 minutes away, she's very open. And usually when she's having a stressful day, she'll call me and mm. have a rant, you know. Yeah. Sometimes it's just about having someone to listen to. Yeah. 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 And not brush you aside. I think that was the slowest run up to a long time. It looked like I stuck my toe. I just <laughs> started limping.
Um, do you reckon a lot of people in your life are open about talking about mental health? Um, or not so much? I, not really to me. Like family-wise, they usually go to my mum. Mm. Like I don't really have very detailed conversations with my family about their mental health. Which is the same, because, mm. you know, I, I know about it. I know the most about it. Be able to offer help. I just can't do this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just do the bunny hop. Um, but you know, that was that was for me when I knew I mean, if I ever I thought that was me. I thought, wow, I'm running really fast. <laughs> yeah, if I ever want to talk about it, yeah. I'd be open to it. But you know, it's kind of like a closed subject in my house. Mm. Like. Yeah. Do you reckon that should change or do you reckon more yeah. people should talk about it? Definitely. Yeah. You you can't you can't hide within yourself forever. Mm. Sooner or later it's gonna come out. Like you I I you know, you've seen all these um stories about people who had like breakdowns. Mm. You know from keeping it bubbled up, like, you know, I am putting this as an example, I'm just thirsty, but like a drink, you know, you drop it on the floor, there's only so much you can get past, and then when the lid finally does open, don't worry, I won't spill, it, it just goes everywhere. Yeah, I think if people don't talk about it, it just kind of eats away at them and then it just ends up making a worse problem. The NHS, um, I think, should do more for things like that. Mm. Like, like, you know with those self-admissions? Yeah. I did actually want to do that because I thought that it might be, well, it be a oh somewhere I could get help and be someone to talk to. But the more I thought about it, the more I thought it can be a bit damaging because of the way the um, NHS funding is set up. Um, like, I'm not, I'm not saying anything bad, I'm just saying the NHS don't have as much funding as they should yeah, for things like this. So if you do go into the missing world with, like, say, depression, chances are you would be close to someone who has it a lot worse. So, mm. like, borderline personality and watching them, watching them have a breakdown can have an even bigger impact on you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I could do. But nowadays, you know, everything's money-orientated. Mm. Yeah. Which is why I love things like tape. Yeah. And tape works really well, doesn't it? It does.
I think we finished for that round. I expect nothing less from you, Mr. Jones. <laughs> if you went up to like a random person on the street, yeah. Do you reckon, on the whole, they'd be kind of accepting about mental health problems and stuff like that? Would they be open to talking about it? Do you reckon? Um. Hmm. See, I think with the society we have now and the platforms of media. I think they will be more open, you know, about the um, about the uh, concept of mental health. They probably understand a little bit more. Mm. It's like, you know, with the LGBTQ, um, you know, it wasn't really known about for years, and then now it's. Like, and actually, everyone knows about it. They might not know about specific pieces of it, but they know about the subject. But when, like, if you went up to random stranger and started confessing all your mental health problems, unless a counsellor, mm. I think they'd be quite, you know, close. Yeah, quite thrown off by but, it. But, yeah, um, like, I mean, a majority, they probably understand where you're coming from mm. and they probably want to help you. But if you just ran up to a random stranger and just started talking about mental health, you know, about your mental health issues, you'd look a little bit odd. Mm. Do you reckon that the average person is kind of, um, they would be supportive or do you reckon more people who live around here are kind of not so supportive? Mm. Well, everyone's dealing with their own things and their own problems can make them into the people you see. Mm. Um, and, you know, troubled people, they're not necessarily going to care about you know, anyone else but themselves. Yeah. Because maybe they've grown up in a family and that's like and that's all they know. Mm. Um like in um, also in this world it seems to be like survival of the fittest, you know, look out for yourself. You know. Mm. Um yeah. so I think a lot of Maybe older people around here would um, would be understanding and empathetic, but I think maybe maybe say that though the older community didn't they grew up in a time where they mental health was kind of hush hush. Probably it wasn't talked about, you mm. know. You know, oh, you're sad, you know, oh, boo-hoo. It, it wasn't discussed why. Yeah. So I think they might have that in, instinct that, you know, what what is this? Why, what's wrong with you? Why are you having these feelings? But as, on the other hand, I think they might be more empathetic um, with youngsters, they've grown up a lot around 
subjects on mental health and, you know, LGBTQ and all about the taboo kind of topics. So they would, they would be a bit more acceptable. But everyone's involved in their own little world now. So trying yeah. to get them to acknowledge you or open up would be quite hard, mm. you know? Yeah. Especially with Facebook. Because people say it's a great platform to use, but it can be very damaging as well. It, yeah, it can be. You know, when you see pictures of your friends sunning it up, you know, on a beach, when in reality they're probably just using a filter. Mm. But you can go away having an awesome time and yeah. you're standing, you're sitting alone in your house thinking, why can't I have that? Yeah. What's wrong with me? That's the thing is that they yeah. kind of, everybody uses social media to kind of put the best of themselves out there and yeah. it's not really the no way it is. No one talks about the flaws. Unless mm. it's a specific page. But even now, like I'm a member of my mental health group and you have to put trigger warnings on your post, which is, I understand why, but that's kind of excluding people, isn't mm. it? Your mental health group, yes, people are going to get triggered but not in a bad way. It's mm. good because I guess I'm talking about it. I don't understand the whole trigger rule. I think it's, I think it's fair for safety and I can understand why they have it. And for the safety reason, it's okay. But when you're putting that on everything, you know, it's like, oh, we're gonna let you talk about it, but it's triggered. Mm. So it makes you feel bad for talking about yeah. it. Yeah, I get what you mean. Yeah. I kind of, I think it's a difficult one because it's kind of like, I understand why they're there because people might not want to, I don't know, read stuff about stuff that triggers them, like yeah. um, maybe stuff about certain conditions. Say somebody's depressed mm. and they don't want to say anything to do with depression because they know it makes them feel worse. And I can understand them not wanting to like read stuff about that, but at the same time, it's kind of, it's avoiding the whole answer to everything. Because if you're not going to read stuff about depression for the rest of your life, if it's always going to trigger you and put you back in that kind of state, then it's not good. You kind of have to, you have to try and tackle it better. And yeah. So there's there's two sides to it. I can kind of see why. Yeah, you can either like I'm the same like. I, I don't, okay, I'm going to be biased now and say something, I'm going to be a hypocrite and say, okay, yes, I don't like seeing um, posts about depression, mm. but that doesn't mean it's no good thing. You know, if you don't want to read something, you don't have to read it. Mm. It doesn't have to be triggered. I'm not saying like oh, like gory images and that they should be triggered, but you know, mental health options, mental health opinions, no, mm. you know, censoring someone's freedom of speech. Yeah, it is mm. a little, isn't it? Yeah, and, and then 
it's also my struggle though, not really, because I still keep on those groups to go on guys and say, oh, well, your problem's not so bad. I don't know what you're complaining about, or, oh, suck out buttercup, let's keep on dying like that. Mm. You know, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. If you, if you put aside your discomfort and you reach out to someone with mental illness, it could make a day. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I I made a, um, I kind of made a thing to myself. I said to myself, I haven't been happy for a long time. So, in my life, every day, I'm going to make someone smile and laugh and help them. Sorry, can't <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. You stop crying, you make me cry, is all you realise. It? <laughs> it's good to cry. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's really sweet, though. That's a good way of looking at it. Yeah. I mean, I kind of had a point where I was so down about things, and I kind of reached a point where I said, right, I don't want to keep living on like this, and I want to move See? forward with my life instead. Yeah. And I kind of sound similar to what you were saying. It but yeah, trying to make people smile is what it's all about, isn't it? Yeah. That's what life is, but yeah. Definitely. Right, this is yoga, I think. <laughs> Just a silent scream <laughs> as we ponder over it. I don't even know what I'm doing. Flip. Oh. Okay. <laughs> That's the way I threw myself into my bed. <laughs> do you know, um, going back to triggers again, do you think people kind of... I'm not saying everybody, but do you reckon some people use triggers to kind of make it a way for them to avoid talking about mental health? Do you reckon it's kind of their way of, of being like... You mean by saying, uh, by bringing up, you, you mean those people who um, constantly complain about triggers? Do you mean like um, those people? Maybe, yeah. I mean, do they kind of... Do you reckon they've become so popular because people yeah. might want to just, I don't know. People want to be in with the crowd, you know? I mean, I know that sounds horrible to say, mm. but, you know, it's like with, with the LGBTQ, like, ev everyone is promoting it, which is, it's a great thing, don't get me wrong. Um, but now it's hard, like, it's hard to know how you feel. Because mm. if you don't want to be like one of these people jumping on the bandwagon, but you feel something inside, and you don't know what it means, that mm. can be dangerous. Yeah. It's taken me like two years to get to a place where I'm comfortable with mm. myself now. Yeah. I mean, I still think about it, but I'm happy with myself, so... Yeah, that's good. But, you know, other people won't be that lucky. Mm. I think that's the thing as well, is that the world has changed so much in, like, even in the last few years with LGBT stuff and all that kind of things, and there's so many, like, people's perceptions around it are changing so much that it's difficult to find your place in it, isn't it? Yeah. It's difficult to work out who you are. Yeah. I mean, my mum, my mum would say like, 
Oh, my mom would argue, oh, you don't stop placing labels on yourself. You don't need to label yourself. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm not, I'm not trying to make it humorous or anything. I'm, this is just how I see it. When you go to a hotel, okay, when you order food, mm. you need to know what you're getting. You know, you need to know, you need to know what the food is. When you go to a hotel, you need to know the rating. It, it well, unless money's no option for you, but you need, you need to know, you know, where you're staying. Mm. I know it sounds like I'm making a joke about it, but that's honestly how I see it. Mm. And I said that to her, but, you know, with the young, the older generation, less, uh, you know, um, she's supportive and all that, and she's fine, you know, with it. But she, she's just like, I don't see why she has to label herself. Mm. Yeah. You know, um, in a world where everyone's saying, oh, I don't want to be labelled, by saying they don't want to be labelled, that's exactly what they're doing, it's labelling themselves. Yeah, that's true. They label themselves in a different way. Yeah. I think at the end of the day, if it's important to you to label yourself, then yeah. that's what matters. And if it helps you to know who you are as a human, mm. then do it. Yeah. Went too far off. Is that somebody moving something or is that thunder? I did hear it's supposed to be thunder yeah, today. I did hear that as well. So maybe it is. Maybe that's why the lights flickered. That's both cool and terrifying. <laughs> Can you edit this in your um, thing to make me look good? Um. <laughs> or is oh that's computer editing is not magic, is it? <laughs> I could keep the good bits. No, don't. I, 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 I don't. Uh, I pressed the wrong button. <laughs> so did I. <laughs> <laughs> we both power at the same time. <laughs> well, I think what we've learned is the Olympics are difficult in both game format and real life. It's true. You know what we can talk about? What? 21 pilots. Yeah, boy. Because they do a lot around mental health, don't they? Yeah, I, I saw, I haven't seen your video on it, but you said how trenches around mental health. Yeah. It's a good plug, you can go and watch that if you're interested. <laughs> <laughs> and while you're on his channel, be sure to check out all his other videos. And I don't know, maybe like and subscribe, you know, <laughs> if you want. If you want, you don't have to, but you do. Kind of. If you do, we'll send you 20 quid. You can't say that. Why? <laughs> <laughs> you can add it out, can't you? Probably. Do you think that music helps you? Yeah. But at the same time, it can also hurt yeah. me. It can help, it can influence me a lot with my art. Mm. But if I'm in a bad day and I listen to a sad song, um, or 
something if my day was. Yeah. But then other times I can do that when I'm having a happy day and it doesn't even affect me. Mm. It's like what you were saying before with him, with people getting admitted to hospitals and stuff and seeing people worse than them. Yeah. It's, I guess it goes to show the influence that other people can have on you and whether it's through music or whether it's through little people and friends to talk to. There's, yeah, there's always a level that people can kind of impact you. Should I ask you my last question then? Yeah, sure. My last, uh, my last question is a short answer question. I say short answer questions everybody and they always give me a long answer, so it's become a thing now. It's a short answer <laughs> question. You so can make it as short as you want or so as long no as you want. pressure. No pressure. Mm -hmm. Do you think that overall that the situation around mental health is improving? Do you reckon people are getting more open? Do you reckon people are getting more accepting? Yes, definitely. I think, you know, social media, where it can mostly um, aid in you know, heightening your depression or anxiety. It can also um, be really good to help people to express themselves and sorry, to, uh, you know, to get help. I mean, there could be more done for it. Definitely, mm. but again, it's funding-wise. I don't think someone set the, the graffiti properly on this thing. <laughs> I've just been glassing myself on YouTube. Uh, uh, oh well, it was totally worth it to chat about this today. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it could be better, but again, money rules the world. Yeah, it does, isn't no, it? it's enough of it. And then, you know, people who don't have the, um, the same mental health, the same <laughs> mental health issues that someone else isn't going to understand it. Because, mm. um, you know, to... People who, you know, people can undermine you and say, oh, you're, um, oh, you, you're not the first person or your um, issue isn't the worst in the world, you know. Mm. But, yes, it is. I mean, to you, to, in your world, yes, it is. Yeah, I mean, that can play, yeah, that I mean, can play a part in how, you know, how you perceive the real world. Mm. Yeah. I think that's one of the difficult things as well, is like, um, comparing yourself to other people with mental health problems, because it's kind of like, it's so personal to you, and it's so like in your own head that it's hard to say, I'm this much depressed and somebody else is maybe more depressed or less depressed. It doesn't really work like that. No. So. No. It's difficult as well to kind of say how depressed you are. There isn't really a scale for it. Is there? Mm.
Now, your question is more important than the next person's, but it doesn't mean it's less significant either. No. So we get medals, yeah. Yay, we won! Yes. Overall. How in the heck? That's cool. Thank you very much for coming on. No problem. Thank <laughs> you very much for having me. It's a pleasure. And I'm sorry if my answers were nothing more than just a spag Oh no, great. Don't um, leave for calling when I say I will pay your people £20. <laughs> because I don't have that much money. <laughs> I just send them monopoly money. I didn't say it had to be real. <laughs>